I used to love sitting down with my grandfather telling me stories of old. The older and better days, he used to say. Well, he's no longer here to share those stories, and I wish I'd catalogued them. That's why I felt such an affinity to Tom, a listener from Alabama, now living in Berlin, who started sending us recordings of his memories of growing up. Enjoy this short, true story, read by Tom himself, in this special edition of the show we're calling Reminiscing with Tom. Back to earning that pocket money again. You know, while growing up, as I mentioned before, we didn't consider ourselves poor. It was just that we didn't have as many things as others had. As long as we had a little food on the table and the basics for a living, we were fine. There wasn't much for us to compare ourselves to, not in our neighborhood. The kids down the street had fewer old clothes as we did, so we weren't somewhat better off. That doesn't mean that I didn't have dreams, though. Oh, I had those. Thinking back, it doesn't seem natural for a five- or six-year-old wanting a good idea to earn at least $5 so he could open a bank account. That sum still sticks in my head even today, and I'll never forget it. Even if I asked my father for 50 cents, he would return. Do I look like I'm made of money? Or... Do I look like a bank? Uh, then I knew he was short of money, too. But even when he could give me the money, it had to be earned. What are you going to do for it? Cut grass? Mop floors for your mama? It always had to be something. When I knew he wasn't in the position, I had to come up with some way of financing my weekends. And here are some of them. Number one. Go out and look for empty soft drink bottles for refunds. Found them along the side of the road many times. As I mentioned before, the old southern homes were built high off the ground, and I always found a couple of bottles under there somehow. All those years, I still don't know why someone would throw those valuable goods under there. Oh, number two. By chance, if my luck ran out with a Coke bottles, there was another way. Take your little wagon through the neighborhood and collect old newspapers and magazines from the neighbors. These were the same newspapers, probably, that my buddy delivered, as aforementioned in one of my other stories. Collecting enough papers, my dad would load the treasure into his car and would take me to the buyer. Of course, I paid him for the gas. You don't get something for nothing. I vividly remember one embarrassing day for me. I knocked on a door I had never been to as of yet. The lady opened the screen door and asked if she could help me. Yes, ma'am. I'm collecting old papers and magazines. Why, that's mighty fine, she said. I have a ton of them. Follow me. And she led me back into a dark room. It was knee-high in paper. Why, it was as if I found Alibaba's treasure cave. I asked if I could get my dad to bring his car around because my little wagon would take too much time. Take all the time you need, honey. It ain't going nowhere. And then it struck home. These were Braille papers and magazines. And I was about to take this away from her. She must have noticed my reaction and laughed. Honey, 
I have read these so many times, I'm glad to get rid of them. Take them all and don't think a thing of them. Number three. As I got a little older, I was allowed to shine shoes at my uncle's barbershop. Now remember, you don't get something for nothing. The deal was, for this location, 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 I had to sweep up the floor and keep the place clean after each customer. I made a good $5 a day. Then came the sinful day. Walking to school one day, I found an almost full deck of playing cards that someone had lost or threw out of the car window. It wasn't just any pack of cards either. It had girls on them, topless at that, mostly uh, a side view. By today's standards, it was nothing. But then, oh my gosh, this was going to make a lot of money for me. On our first break at school, a buddy offered me a dollar for one card. A whole dollar for one card? The word got around, and I almost sold them all when a heavy hand came down on my shoulder. What you got there, boy? I showed the teacher my last couple of cards, and he took me to the principal's office. I knew it was going to get a paddling for sure. Instead, he called my mom at home and explained that I had been caught doing something awful. I later got both sides of the conversation. The principal, Mrs. Williams, your son was caught selling playing cards with naked women on them. Mom, how much did he make? Principal, ma'am, mom, how much did he make? Principal, Mrs. Williams, you don't understand. It was naked women on those cards. Mom, you don't understand. How much did he make? He turned to me and asked how much I made. I replied, oh, $45. Mom must have heard it. And she said, that's not bad. At that point, the principal hung up the phone in disgust and sent me packing. He didn't understand that $45 was half as much as my dad made in a whole week, and I was bringing it home. Number five, the last big-time job as a kid was as a bag boy in a grocery store, 50 cents an hour and tips for bringing the bags out to the cars in the lot. One day, a little girl and an old lady, I think she was the granddaughter of the old lady, came shopping. She bought more than she could carry and asked if I could carry her groceries home for her. It's just around the corner uh, with that sweet southern draw. Okay, ma'am, we aim to please. After four or five corners, we arrived at her house. Your name is Tommy, right? Uh, yes, ma'am. Well, I can't give you a tip today because I'm a little bit short, but someday my ship will come in. I then sarcastically responded, my ship will come in too someday, but knowing my luck, there'll be a dock strike. And I left in a huff. Note, I did gain a great work ethic working there, and a perfect example is this story. One day, we didn't get our vegetable delivery in until late an older gentleman with a walking cane came in the door and proceeded to the vegetable area slowly. The owner of the store ran to me and handed me 15 cents with the instructions to run to our competition and buy an eggplant and get back here right away. Now go. I made it back with an eggplant just as the slow-walking old gent arrived in the vegetable 
The owner took the eggplant from my hand and proudly handed it to the old fellow, saying, It just got in fresh, Mr. So-and-so. The old man smiled and with his eggs and his milk and that eggplant went to the cashier. The owner looked at me and took me to the side and winked. I'll explain later, you know. The story was that this gent came every Friday at the same time for the same items for years. And the owner didn't want to lose him. Every customer counts. I have carried this with me through my whole career. Sincerely, Tom. Tune in again next time for more Reminiscing with Tom.